One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where it will be viewed exclusively during the Christmas and New Year netherworld where we currently reside to be watched by millions and remembered by none. I'm Joel, a man who puts the B.O. into Christmas limbo and across from me is John Harris... A man who spends this strange week every year developing the perfect blank. John, I forgot to finish the intro. Developing the perfect go-kart. <laughs> John, during Christmas Limbo, John makes his entire house a dark room and just spends it, spends the time developing photos. It's frightening. One day, one year, I'm going to get that perfect photo. So let we should um, we should be honest with the listener listening right now. We. Uh, we actually recorded. So right now you're listening to this in the. You could be in the bit. This has mm. been released in the bit that we referenced on last week's episode. We are. We're kind of the bit between Christmas and New Year. Those strange few days. I think it's what is it the twenty seventh. And full transparency, we actually recorded this ahead of time. And at time of recording, it's Christmas Day, isn't it, John? We're recording this on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's the only time we were both free. Yeah, we. Uh, I, we haven't got. I just said I haven't got much on. You haven't got much on, so we said, let's just do it. Let's ignore our families for half an hour and let's go record the podcast. I mean, it was weird what when you, you get, asked What did you me, get for Christmas, John? What was your favourite present? When you said, when does your family have lunch? And I said, about two. And then you said, perfect. And then you got uh, a FaceTime call immediately. <laughs> uh, what was my favourite present? Probably yeah. some socks, mate. Probably some socks and some yeah, toiletries. Yeah, I'm hoping to get some socks. We... We discussed this off pod. I know it's weird to think we just we talk to each other when not mm, recording. Mm. But the three months after Christmas is the best I smell any year because I've got the posh. Uh, I've got the posh bath soaps and stuff like that. I'm yeah. I'm basically my face is basically blemish free. And then and I really enjoy that period. And then it gets to the end of the three months. And I think God, God, I can't wait for next year. Instead <laughs> of just buying myself something nice, ah, <laughs> uh, start the countdown to smelling good again. <laughs> right? Should um, we pitch some movie let's ideas? Let's do some film ideas. How about this one from Rickard Grill Bill? A former livestock farmer seeks revenge on the monstrous cow who attacked him years ago. Now, I know that it's that's the wrong way round, but I want a cow in yellow spandex. Yeah. Have you ever walked through a field of cows? Yes. It's pretty, it can be pretty scary. Oh, they're, they're, big, they're big boys. Big boys. Big, big units. 
They're really big. They're really solid. I've always been fascinated by people that go out cow tipping, which has to be one of the UK's best hobbies. No, pastimes. (laughs) Cruelest hobbies. So one of the things you can do, if you're not from a big city, one of the best pastimes you can do is going to a field and pushing a cow over. And that's known as cow tipping. And it is obviously frowned upon. But I always thought I would never get that close to a cow. No. They're so big and solid and scary. Well, I milked a cow once, but yeah, that was (gasps) in controlled circumstances. Tell me more. Oh, it was, you know, a classic sort of work retreat thing where it's like team bonding and all that. And it was making butter from scratch. Yeah. What? I thought you were going to say it was like a farm you went to as a kid. You milked a cow on a team bonding day out. Yeah. Made butter from scratch. What else did you have to do? Like carve off a pig carcass. (laughs) I can't remember. It was weird. Birth a horse. It was back in the heady days of 2020. No, that it definitely wasn't 2020. <laughs> you had to churn, you made butter from scratch. Did you, how, was it like a team of you or did you all have to produce butter and whoever had the best butter won? We were in teams. It was done like a treasure trail sort of thing, like a, like a hunt thing. And so the point was we had to make. The last clue was in the cow's udder. We had to do like everything that we needed to get scones. So we got scones. We made the butter from scratch. We must have got jam. Also, we had to do goat yoga, which is just <laughs> yoga, but there's a goat there. But you have to follow. You have to copy the poses the goat does. <laughs> yeah, we were on, we were on, we were on all fours for about half an hour, and then just lost on. chewing grass. <laughs> um, I, wait, what was I want to hear more about, about this, cows? John. So you made everything from scratch: the scone, the jam. No, just the only thing we made. That from is scratch so was the stupid. What? So they gave you a packet of scones and a jar of jam, and they're like, "Oh, but I have made jam in my life." We've, Wow. So if and you I've made, made scone, scones in my life. I think I have made scones in my life. At some point, I've made oh. everything that we need. Yeah. Well, oh, fair I play. haven't made cream. You must have been team captain then. <laughs> it's the, I think it's the same company. It is the same company that I have worked for. And I also did a bigger away day once. But it was more sort of go ape than milking a cow. <laughs> go ape, hey, milk a cow. Go, um, go yeah. ape, milk a cow. A formal livestock, monstrous cow. There's like, you know, the crazy 88 sequence in the first one. There's a horrible sequence where she's in an abattoir just sort of slashing 88 cows. <laughs> horrible. Uh, really horrible, actually. Wouldn't It'd be funny it. to do a one-inch punch on a cow. That's how you cow tip. <laughs> she's so good at cow tipping, she does it with the one-inch punch. <laughs> would you like this one from Nathan, Victoria's Secret agent? Now, <laughs> I would say the fir- you're, first, you're first thinking like sexy Austin Powersy sort of spy comedy, right? But I think... Yeah, I was. I think it should be more about like there's a crime that's taking place in a Victoria's Secret shop. Okay. Just I just think that's what sort of crime? Money laundering. Okay. Putting the laundry into money laundering. Nice. So it's a cash only Victoria's Secret shop. Yes, and and oligarchs are spending millions of pounds on (laughs) one. They're buying a bra for ten million pounds. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. And is it like James Bond or? stuffy old secret agent has to get a job in Victoria's Secret. Yes, I think so. Nice, okay. Yeah, because I just think that my brain is is immediately going sort of, what's that one where Sandra Bullock goes to Miss Universe or whatever as an agent? Oh, yeah. And it's got the whole like, oh my God, she's so so frumpy. How could she be ever be good looking? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know. That sort of. Um, I, uh, I used to work in Debenhams as a teenager. Yep. And... So, that was a, that was a yep from John, who's so bored of hearing I've stories of my teenage job. You've t- you t- you talk about curries nonstop, but De- Debenhams well, barely gets a look in. Debenhams doesn't get enough of a look in. Actually, that's fair. And you would be on a rotation system where you do something different every hour. Maybe it was folding clothes. Maybe it was working on the tills. Maybe you're in the fitting rooms. And I worked from the most stolen from Debenhams 
in the UK. Congratulations. Um, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I think it's better than being the second most stolen from Devlin. True. Don't you think? I just, uh, it, says that, it says that the stuff in there, people want. Well, it also says it had this layout that was so funny that people could just walk in one door, take things and walk out another door <laughs> within feet. It was a brilliant. Anyway, see, I worked on the fitting rooms and one of the big scams is obviously you take loads of items into the fitting room and you put them on and then you put some your own clothes back on the hooks and then you try and get out without people noticing. Ooh. And this is related back to Victoria's Secret, John, because people would do it with their pants. That's gross. So sometimes, now, you're not allowed to try pants on in a fitting room. That's rule number one. <laughs> But they would like take in new pants, maybe hidden under a jacket they wanted. They were pretending they were trying on, and then they'd leave their old pants in the dress in the fitting room. So quite often, you're just finding pooey pants. Why don't you also? How, why do, don't how you do you just, feel about that? Just layer up. Just put another pair of pants on top of your current just, pants. Please, <laughs> please. Otherwise, six poor sixteen-year-old Joel is having to deal with poo pants. And all I, the while I'm dealing with those, you know, they're, they're, they're stealing stuff from Russia, John Russia. When you said you had to do different departments in this related to Victoria's Secret, I thought you had a story about sort of helping women fit their underwear. And I thought a teenage boy shouldn't be doing that, regardless of what rota. <laughs> I just think that's bad for business. I would have been so red-faced and embarrassed. Yeah, Do you imagine? everyone would have been embarrassed. Would- <laughs> Apologising every three seconds. <laughs> just, it's not, it's not good for business. It's if- the sort of thing where a teenage boy would imagine that's their dream job, and then when push comes to shove, it, it would be the most horrifying thing that had ever happened to you. Yeah. And just if you're a woman and you're going into the underwear section of a shop and there's a teenage boy, you know, where, you just turn around. <laughs> a spotty sixteen-year-old boy with, <laughs> holding out a tape measure. <laughs> No, um, I did not do that. It was more poo pants. Right. How about this one from Martin? Bandit like Beckham. The more than likely true story of the footballing legend's secret life of crime. How would David Beckham's skill set aid him in a... Well, like Beckham's 11. He's, There's 11 guys on the pitch. Oh, yeah. True. He's also... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He's renowned for his free kicks, right? That is that is where yeah. he really shone. He could definitely be in the corner of the bank sort of just doing free kicks at each camera to take him out. That's good. You could take out all the cameras. There's nice. definitely been an Adidas or Nike advert at some point where they bust rob a, a bank. Rob a bank using their footballing skills, right? There must be. That feels... One if there airport. hasn't been, if, if that hasn't been, I'm going to go back in time 20 years and sell that for a million pounds. Nice. Have you watched the Beckham documentary? It doesn't seem to me like you would watch it because of the football, but it's really good. I've seen... I've seen... It was a, It was one that my partner was watching whilst on paternity leave, so I've, I've seen fair chunks of it and then she moved on to the uh, robbie williams there was a real er- era recently where netflix was just sort of plumbing the 90s straight into your brain yeah and there was also it's interesting there was also it was on amazon but there was a big ronnie o'sullivan documentary yes apparently it's amazing so yeah maybe there's obviously been some um is ronnie o'sullivan the snooker player who's just like so good that he's sort of bored with yeah. modern he's yeah, like yeah. no one is good enough to play me this is boring yeah, pretty much he said the other day the only reason he keeps playing is to stop other people from winning that is incredible <laughs> Which is quite funny yeah he said so many times he's gonna quit i really want to watch that apparently it's great yeah so david beckham robbie williams and ronnie o'sullivan robber bank that's where we are <laughs> isn't it they it's it's the early noughties they've all sort of lost their shine a little bit mm-hmm. and they need they just need the money because they've all made some tech they've no it's today. It's today. Take it back. It's today. They've all invested in bored ape NFTs. All the Great. money's gone. They need to the break gone. a bank to continue their lavish lifestyles. Perfect. Did you see that tweet, tweet that everyone was tweeting that was like from an NFT Twitter account that was like, this is the biggest theft in NFT history. Some of the top tier apes have been taken. 
Yeah, there's. I think it's like a meme now, is it? Like my apes have been stolen. <laughs> People kept getting their apes stolen. I'm sorry. I'm sure oh. it's very sad if you are an NFT person, but it does sound objectively hilarious. It's so funny. It's so funny. It sounds so easy to steal an ape. <laughs> Whereas in real life, as we know from oh. experience, really difficult. It's a nightmare. And then what do you do when you got the ape? <laughs> They're not even wearing sunglasses. They're just an ape. <laughs> They're just a bloody uh, ape. What about this one from Oscar? Kung Fu Banda. Now, Jack Black is perfect for this, right? Banda? Yeah, sorry. Band hyphen. Oh, like a band. They should oh. make <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Just, so, just a musical panda. What I've heard, and this maybe is something that I will experience in the next few years uh, if, if I find myself watching those films. I've heard, because I've, I've watched the first one back in the day, but I've heard the trilogy is genuinely brilliant. And by the end, yeah, it's I've like only seen the first one. Star uh, yeah, Wars I've... level amazing trilogy. Yeah. yeah, people absolutely love it. And I was surprised because. I wa- so I watched the trailer for the new one and it was mega guns. Like they had already had millions and millions and millions of views and there seems to be loads of excitement about it online. I guess I didn't really know that as a franchise it was a big deal. But people love it. Apparently the animation is absolutely incredible. All the performances are great. I've seen people say they're like the three greatest villains in the history of cinema across the trilogy. They're all supposed to be really fascinating. So maybe maybe during the bit, Kung Fu Panda is another one to watch. Maybe watching the Kung Fu Panda trilogy. That is very true. Yeah, and I, I guess it's just like a musical version of... It's, it, the next Kung Fu Panda film is a musical. Jack Black gets to do his rigadoo-doos and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone has a great time. If, if Jack Black's not singing in the film, you're sort of wasting him somewhat. So we've got yeah. a better film. Perfect. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There we go. How about this one from Beck? No Malone. No Malone. I guess it's kind of like Home Alone, but it's taking place in the garden. People are trying to get to some sort of treasure chest that's at the bottom of a pond, and the gnomes are not letting that happen. That or... Listen, hear me out. Sort of like no, the that. Oh, okay, fine. Sort of like yeah. the first Toy Story film. They're, the the family are moving house, and all of the sort of garden ornaments have been moved, but one gnome has been left, and it's about that gnome. Oh, He's, perfect! Is now alone, and that gnome has to find its way to the new perfect. house. There we go. I do. Okay, tick. We're rattling through these. Uh, we've got that. We've got that extra energy because we're in the middle of the bit. 
We're in the bit. Here we are in the bit. Hey, We're John, would you like one? From- Terry's chocolate orange. John, would you like one from me? Yes, please. When Harry met Sally, it- Harry Hill and Sal- Sally Gunnell have a Freaky Friday situation, <laughs> which means right. that Harry Hill has to successfully compete in the 1996 Olympics, and Sally Gunnell has to perform at the Royal Variety Show. Uh, tell me more about Sally Gunnell. She was a track and field athlete, very good at hurdling. Okay. Yeah, big time. 92 Olympics is where she won gold. So she wins. So it's, ni- it's 1992. Harry Hill wakes up in the body of Sally Gunnell. Sally Gunnell wakes up in the body of Harry Hill. And it just so happens that the final race, the final 400 meters hurdle race is taking place of the night at the Royal Variety Show. And they've got to figure out how to, you know, smash it at both events. <laughs> I'm trying to work out. And there's, there's some sort of morality thing about the fact that their skills have sort of in, inform one another and they become better performers as a result of being each other for the day i, I, I don't know where this it's <laughs> everyone's shocked because sally gunnell rolls up to the start line with a huge collar <laughs> and everyone thinks it's just going to be a nightmare for wind resistance when you're running at that speed and the finale of harry hill's performance at the um royal variety is that he hurdles over each, all of the chairs so he's just <laughs> running over the crowd it's amazing <laughs> perfect there you go it's the perfect film how about you what have you got for me aquaman and the lost kingdom superhero who's obsessed with 90s danish norwegian dance group goes on a mission to discover a world where everyone is still listening to bubblegum pop and it's happening under the sea somehow no because the aqua part is the music part yeah aqua is (laughs) aqua is the artist that's the band i get it lost kingdom everyone's listening tonight jason momoa thinks he's the only person left on earth still listening to aqua and the Venga Boys, and he discovers like an underground society where that is still huge. Exactly. Perfect. I'm into it. I see Thank it. You. I see the vision. Cheers, uh, that's the last. Is that the last of the the what, the DC films before it's the new DC films? Yeah. Oh my god. Have you seen? I think it'll be out at the point of you guys listening to this, so you will know how much it's bombed. I believe. Um. But like, yeah. In interviews, Jason Moe is like not looking good. Which is a nuts really? thing for the star to say. <laughs> yeah, he was like... Wow. He was like, yeah, I'd love to come back as, as Aquaman, but, you know, people have to go see the film and it's not looking good. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but maybe that's a clever way of getting people to go. True. Uh, I don't know. The thing is, uh, if you're into sort of nerdy stuff, he is basically confirmed as playing Lobo, which is another DC character who basically already looks exactly like. Um, oh, okay. Who And... For a long time, it's been like everyone says, oh, he's the perfect casting for Lobo. He, I think he's shown interest in playing Lobo. And he like, did a video where he's like, oh, I've just had a meeting with James Gunn. I'm the happiest man. I can't wait. So everyone just thinks that he is now Lobo in James Gunn's DCU. Right. Okay. Who Consider- Lobo? He's like this. He's like this, like motor. He's a very. Oh, yeah. 90s he looks exactly look- like him. Yeah. yeah. He's like a very 90s looking um, superhero. Yeah like painted kiss makeup almost and big red eyes yeah, and yeah, huge yeah, hair yeah. and he looks like a biker the first the first aquaman made over a billion dollars and this one is going to i don't know how much it's going to be fascinating to see wow but i guess that happened with captain marvel and the marvels there's just we are at a point where i think people aren't bothering anymore yeah people aren't bothered um, anyway this isn't the bit where we talk about stuff this is the bit where we pick a movie that we thought was the best one <laughs> yes okay which one was your favorite john i was kind of into grill bill i won't lie yep grill bill congratulations ricard you win here is some cold turkey and oh, uh, meat stuffing what a lovely treat
Hey, well done, John. Thank you. Well done, Joel. We did it. We've made it through the year. Um, we got through the year. Another big year in the history of the Dream Factory podcast. I messaged you saying, shall we do... Because at this time of year, lots of people do like years in reviews. And I quite like that. And I thought, let's do a little mini mm-hmm. year in review to, to end this episode. And so I said film, TV show and album. But mm-hmm. I didn't say podcast. But you recommended Matt Crosby and Ed Gamble last week. But I, I would say, if you'd allow me, I think we we have a case to be made that we have a, a, a podcast pick of Ghost Story. It's probably the podcast that we yeah, both enjoyed the, the most, right? The, yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah, Fine. phenomenal. Would recommend um, that to anyone. So take me through your, th- your three recommendations. Okay, so here's the thing. I When you asked for this, <laughs> it dawned on me that maybe I hadn't listened to a new album this year, <laughs> which is bad and probably indicative of how old I am. And also was really noticeable by the fact that I think my Spotify wrapped was exactly the same as last year. I'm pretty sure they sent me the same thing. They were like, oh, we've saved, we can save some time on this guy because it's the same as it was last year. But I liked the new Blur album, so that's probably a pick. And I've got a soft spot for Olivia Rodrigo as well. So those are two albums that I think I listened to this year and enjoyed. Films? Mm. I think Barbie might be my favourite film that I've seen this year. I finally saw that the other day and that was going to be my pick as well. So good. I really liked Oppenheimer as well. I'm sure there's loads of other films I've seen, but those two come to mind as films. I, I find it really hard when, when it's film of the year to think of films that didn't release in the cinema. Is that strange? I know that I can, I know that films are available on streaming services now and I have watched lots of films on streaming services, but they don't really enter my head as contenders for film of the year. I don't know what that, why that is, but yeah, it I just think, doesn't seem right. I think that's fair. And I think there's an element of, look, I, we haven't seen Rebel Moon as of yet, Joel. So this, you know, we're holding yeah, off our top spot. Could, it could be egg on our faces come next week. I assume everyone in the bit is watching it twice or three times. We're all, we're all watching Rebel Moon and we're all uh, starting the social media campaign for the director's cut. I would say it is t- tough though. I do think streaming services haven't released films on the same, you know, level as in the multiplex, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, definitely not. Like the, I thought the Barbie and Oppenheimer thing was a massive deal in the summer. It was like a huge cultural moment. It was great. And I went and watched both of them and I love both of them. And, and then in terms show. of TV, The Last of Us, I thought was brilliant. Dave, one of my favourite shows of the last few years. Series 2 was incredible and the series finale is ridiculous. Brad Pitt's in it. Whoa. It's fantastic. The cameos in that show are amazing and none of them ever feel like they're just crowbarred in. They all seem to serve a purpose. And I think you should leave, which is maybe my favourite show in the world. It's just a phenomenal sketch show. And I think it's three series now. And the, the, some of the, there's some all timers straight away in the first episode of series three. It's just so brilliant. It's so, so brilliant. It's really that sort of humor, that sort of ridiculous humor is really tough to get right. And there are, there are loads of people who do it. And I just don't find, I think it's really embarrassing mm-hmm. and there is just some people who can do it perfect and there's something about tim robinson he's just so funny just make, yeah just any just an image of tim robinson makes me laugh so much <laughs> he is just he's just got one of those faces so those would be my picks how about you john so the album that i've listened to the most from this year is uh, Gigi's recovery which is uh, the murder capital who are this irish post-punk band they are brilliant the album is excellent and i would definitely recommend that and then i've sort of got the same choices so barbie is my is the best film i saw this year i'd say yeah greta gerwig is three for three in my opinion so Lady Birds, little women and barbie yeah, are like, she's a genius that Absolutely is amazing yeah. will be people will look back i think and be like that is a, just an incredible run and she, i was um, thinking this the other day surely she like 
the offers she has right now are just ridiculous. I bet it's everything. But you know she's I doing everything's- a Netflix Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, right? Which yeah, yeah, ter- yeah, yeah, terrifies yeah. me because I'm really scared she's that that will break her streak. If there's anyone who can do it, it's her though, because in in you know Greta we trust because she hasn't gone wrong yet. So fingers crossed for that. And then the TV show, yeah, I I thought The Last of Us as well, and I I I was thinking that it might not come up in a lot of conversations because it was so early in the year. But yeah. it was the best. I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about the famous third episode, and I remember everyone at the time going on about how incredible this episode was and i was so like it was there was so much hype around it and then i thought yeah it was really good but then with now that all the dust is settled hearing clips from that episode i was just like in pieces i was like that is yeah i forgot how amazing that episode yeah, really is really amazing just unbelievable really amazing. like surely will just be an all-time episode of tv like they will come up in yes. years and years and years when they do the lists of greatest ever tv episodes yeah amazing 100%. So go and enjoy all of those things. You've got loads of time. It's the bit. And we'll be back (laughs) next week in 2024. Bye. Cheers, John. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.